What's going on, guys? And welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy. And I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love. And let's just jump into it. Um, we've probably been talking for probably close to 10 minutes before here, and I wish I'd hit record, but uh, I've got a guest on the show today. Uh, Aaron, I really appreciate your time, and we'll talk uh, more, obviously, much more about why you're here and what we're talking about today. But um, again, mate, I appreciate you joining the show, and uh, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate um, it. I presume we're probably just going to hit re- uh, repeat on what we've just <laughs> spoken about, and to, to us, yeah. who it's, uh, it's going to be, oh, okay, I already know the answer there, but um. I'll just kind of reiterate again, obviously everyone's hearing this for the first time, but um, I run an online program and I'm asking my clients this week as a challenge to themselves to, I guess, get a bit more uncomfortable because I think being uncomfortable is something that's a bit foreign to people these days. We probably actively avoid it wherever we come because no one wants to be uncomfortable, but I think there's a power to doing something that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. for a, a multitude of reasons. And I'm sure you found that out already and you're going to find that out um, on your journey. But of course, our phones listen to us and I open up TikTok and I start scrolling and the probably within two or three videos, I see yours lying down on, you've now shared with me on Collins Street of you were thinking, yeah, my God, people are going to just be, what's this idiot doing and things like that. And then I just got absorbed into kind of the challenge you're running with yourself. And so can you share with, I guess, everyone listening and what, what, that challenge is and kind of why that came about. Absolutely. So um, I, this challenge that I'm doing is a hundred days of fear or a hundred days of discomfort. And basically I want to do a hundred days of something that pushes me out of my comfort zone because like for the last few years, I felt just so fearful of everything. Like I felt fear just like speaking to, cause I used to work in marketing um, and I used to work in corporate business and I was just, unconfident with myself I was I was just just feeling really terrible about how I was going about my life anyway I over the over the last couple of years I've really had a complete switch in my thinking Um, I've ditched the corporate life um, and I've decided to go in the content creation side of things because I picked up a camera and I was like I love this and I I really want to do this and I and for the last year I I have been trying to work out what is my voice and what is something that I'm passionate about and something that I can do that challenges myself, challenges myself and also can have a, a potential impact on some people. And I, I kind of came up with the idea of a hundred days of yeah, of fear or of dis- discomfort. And and at the moment, yeah, I'm on day eight. And I think it's just like constantly doing things that are weird and you know, one of ones that I've got coming up is I'm asking a stranger out for a spontaneous dinner date. And it's, it hasn't been launched yet. So that's an upcoming video. But, you know, the discomfort you feel going up to those first few people and asking and getting their weird reaction is just, it's so weird, but it's so incredible when you do get someone to say yes. And you, and in like, I'll kind of give away the, uh, the answer <laughs> of, the, of the video, but yeah. Uh, met some uh, two two girls and they were about the same age as me and they said yes to a spontaneous dinner and I took them out and we had the best conversation the best night and it was just that's what I live for it's like on the other side of discomfort and on the other side of fear there's just so many really cool opportunities that you that you might be able to have um, and that's kind of the entire purpose of of this series a video that comes to mind is uh, Will Smith's um, video where he uh, jumps out of a plane. I'm not sure if yes. you've seen it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. that, that idea of, you know, fear disappears the moment you jump yes. and it's just all of that lead up to it. And 100%. I mean, have you found that, that, you know, 
all of the ones that you've done so far. And obviously, mm. I guess the date one is something that kind of just almost makes me go back into a fetal position of like <laughs> all the times I was like a, a 20 year old in, you know, in a nightclub going, that's, the, oh, I want to go up to that, you know, yeah. and just never would. And I'd be on the other side of the dance. Oh God, I wish I did that, you know, I kind of thing. Yeah. And I was a very awkward kid. I'm still an awkward guy now, but um, <laughs> yeah. And hardly, so hardly. once that first one does go, mm. is the second one still awkward, but less and then the third awkward, but less, or is it still just as awkward or does it all disappear after that? It's a really good question because for the last, so I've done about nine now um, or 10, I think actually. And every time I do it, the first one takes me about an hour to two hours to build up the courage. I'm just, so for that date one, I was pacing up and down the city streets, just going, mm, no, nah, next. Oh <laughs> yeah, not nah, next. And I just could not build up the confidence. Um, and then it really is just a mental game. And I think having done number 10 and having done number one, the confidence that I've felt I have now at number 10, even only after 10 challenges is exponentially higher than it is in the first one. So in terms of overall, it is definitely exponential. Like you do feel more confident, but in each challenge, you're always going to get like that, those feelings of discomfort, but that's, that's the good part. That's the exciting part. And it's like, once you do ask that first person and you get past that hump, it's just like, Oh, it's euphoria. Even if they say no, which most of the times they will. Um, but it's just, it's a fantastic feeling. Yeah. Um, in your, in the show notes, I'll share all of your socials. So, you know, obviously make people uh, go across to and, and check out the journey. Plus obviously what, have, um, what you've done already, but I guess for the nine that you've done so far, mm. is there one that stands out that was it the very first one or is there one of the ones that stands out? They're like, that one really challenged me. Um, great question. I'd have to like, look over, hang on, give me two seconds. I, I would say, <laughs> look, for me, the, the cold, I, I am so, I hate the cold, absolutely hate the cold. And I've never liked doing cold activities. Uh, and then a, a few months ago, I came across Wim Hof and, you know, the, the whole Wim Hof method, um, if you're familiar with him. Yep. Um, and then I came across a group of people that do ice baths. And so I was like, you know what? This is the perfect opportunity for me to just face it head on. And anyway, came across a brilliant group of people, super supportive, and then just went and did it. And it's like, now I do them most weekends. So it's just like, it's, I think that one was a really challenging one. Um, in terms of another one, I'd say they're all like, they're all kind of fun and stupid, you know, to a certain degree. Some are more serious, some are less serious. Um, I'd say speaking on the supermarket intercom was actually yeah. quite terrifying. Yeah. Um, and so uh, like uh, both of those were really challenging for me personally. Um, for some people, they might not find that that terrifying, but I think that's the whole thing with all, with all of these challenges. It's different per person. And so you're just trying to push your own limits um, in whatever you can do. I have to say the one that um, you slept uh, on the street for the night. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh yes. I completely forgot about that one. Yeah. That <laughs> one, that one was really challenging um, just because um, it's just, it, it's unfortunately how a lot of people do live. So it's like, it's like kind of experiencing that. Obviously I wasn't um, trying to show that it was more just a, a activity to get out of my comfort zone, but it is, it's, it was really cold and like very uncomfortable. So and again, that's kind of the experience. And as I say in that video, it's about um, negative visualization, which is all around, um, you know, visualizing all of the things that, um, all of the negative things in your life that could like, you know, if you don't have your family, if you don't have your friends, what if you lost everything, visualizing that, and then it, it hopefully makes you feel more grateful. But I decided to put it into practice 
um, and actually live it out. So yeah, that was a that was a challenging one for sure. It's, it was certainly when I saw that one, it again took me back to a moment. Um, what year would have been? Two thousand and six, I think. Yeah, two thousand and six. Um, a, a mate of mine and myself. Um, I was someone who was never going to travel overseas. I was like, we live in the greatest country in the world. Why would I ever travel? It's it's stupid. But I just finished all of my university degrees. I had a master's degree that had taken me, um, you know, wrote the thesis and everything. I'm like talking to this mate on a night out and we're just having a couple of drinks. I'm just like, what are we going to do this year? He just finished his teaching um, degree. And I'm like, I'm not ready to work. Like I've just done, you know, 20 years straight of school or whatever it is. I don't want to go straight into working a job. Like, what are we going to do? He's like, well, I've got some family in Greece and I was thinking I'm maybe just going to go and see them. And I'm like, well, do you want to go and do a trip in Europe then? And we'll kind of just, tied all in there and so we did and we backpacked a lot and you know kind of found it you know got ourselves in some sticky situations as you do in backpacking and again that one particular one brought up a, a, a vision for me in that we slept on the street um in nice one night mm. um and if anyone has ever been to nice around the train station we had to catch a train at a really early hour the next morning i thought if we get um a hotel for that night we'll probably sleep in we probably will miss it and then we'll be stuck here again and you know we're mm. running out of money we got to get you know so i thought what we'll do is we'll just keep the backpacks on we'll put them in the cloakroom of a nightclub and say look we'll go out to the nightclub until you know four o'clock in the morning walk straight to the um the the train station and just go but the night didn't pan out like that and we went mm. far too hard far too early blind drunk at you know one o'clock in the morning we get kicked out of the nightclub and like now what are we gonna do oh god anymore? <laughs> and so we're drunk on the streets of Nice at the train station at about 1.30 in the morning. And it is not a place you want to be at 1.30 in the morning. And we just thought, okay, we're going to sit back to back, fall asleep. And hopefully we're all right because we're two blokes back to back. No one's going to um, annoy us here, but we were very much harassed and annoyed all really? night from some, I, I presume people that are living on the streets themselves. You're in my area. What are you doing? And then we had people who were definitely on something that night, mm. you know, trying to sell us things. And it was just a harrowing experience for us. Mm. And again, it's a very first world harrowing for us, but to the, the message, and I love that you have a story and a voice and a message within each one of yours. It's not just you doing something silly on a street and that's it. There is mm. a, there is a reason behind it. And I really like the way you tell it and the way you were saying that and kind of, as I said, being grateful for, where we are, the fact that you could go home tonight, you only have to do it one night, that you had a bed to go home, it was warm and it was comfy and you know, God knows how that must be to have to do that every single night. I know. And, and like, and honestly, like I did that a couple of weeks ago and it's still now, like I still feel like I, 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 I think back to that experience and I feel like that will probably stay with me for quite a while. And if, and I'm sure it stayed with, it stayed with you for many years post that as well, you know? So like it does, these, do, these challenges do take, do like um you know constantly remind you of the things or, like or give you confidence or remind you of all of these different things that you've been through and yeah i suppose it's all just life experience it's just more life experience in different ways and have you got the hundred mapped out like do you know exactly or is it like 20 30 uh, kind of like where's yeah, it I've got, I've got a lot but i definitely don't have a hundred so i uh, look it, the way it will probably morph into is like challenge based stuff as well um because in the end uh, like it's a hundred I say it's a hundred days of fear, but it's, it is a hundred days of discomfort. So I, it's not necessarily all fears per mm -hmm. se, but it's just like things that push me out of my comfort zone that make me scared in a way. Um, so yes, it, it will like, it will ebb and flow. Um, I, a good thing about 
TikTok is that people are really involved um, and uh, most social channels, but, you know, I will be relying on um, some of my audience members to suggest things and mm -hmm. something, and then I will do duets with them and, you know, try and really build a community. Cause I think uh, it's, it seems to be that people are already feeling really uh, feeling like it resonates with them. And I think if I can start um, really connecting this community of people, then that's my ultimate goal. That's always been my goal is to try and build a community of people, a, feel, a group of fearless people who are just willing <laughs> to go out there. So, yeah. Well, um, I mean, to that point, I mean, I'm back in Melbourne in uh, early April because um, I've, I've got to, I've got to come back for a week and a bit. And um, I've got to, I've got some time spare. So, I mean, if you want to catch up and uh, you want to put me through my paces as well, I'm more than 100%. happy to uh, do something with you, mate. So uh, we'll keep to. in touch. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I'd be very down for that. <laughs> um, it, I mean, I've, again, I've just kind of in, in like, I guess, uh, in looking for some ways to look up on you before today to kind of have obviously mm -hmm. some points of talk and things like that. Um, you obviously said uh, initially at the start of this podcast as well that you were in the corporate world and you've now moved to this. I can presume that that must have been a pretty uncomfortable or fearful moment of leaving the stable job that, you know, that everyone says, get the job, nine to five, get the house, get the family, you know, yada, yada. This is how life should look like. And yet yep. you then went, no, I'll pull the plug on that. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go and uh, do this thing and I'll just stick a camera in, my, in front of my face and create some content. Like, how did that kind of come about for you? Look, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back. So I went traveling as well, backpacking. I did a, a kind of like a big-ish gap year sort of thing post, when did I do it? Post uni? No. Yeah, sorry, post uni. Um, anyway, I was reading, do you know Gary V? Mm -hmm. I read his book, Crush It. Um, and I was somewhere, I think I was in Africa reading the book. And then I was reading the book and I was like, oh my God, like there is something else out there for me to do, you know? Uh, and I was just, I, I was, I got really inspired by something. Didn't know what it was. Anyway, got back from the trip, got back into the corporate life um, and was just feeling progressively less motivated by it. And I, I unfortunately um, had some rough experiences in the corporate world. Um, and I, I just found like the, the corporate life for me, just it just wasn't for me, but I didn't know anything else. My family, I, I still live at home with my family because, um, you know, saving that sweet money uh, that I'm trying to earn with this uh, content <laughs> creation lifestyle. Um, but yeah, so the what was I saying? Oh yeah. I was living, I was living, I'm living at home and all I've ever known is the corporate life. Um, you know, my family or my parents are in business. Um, my brother's in finance. So it's just like everything I've learned, everything I've been told all the way through school, all the way through uni is like this one direction, this one career path. You will be, you will work towards a general manager role, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I was just getting very disillusioned by it all. My last company, um, I was living in Sydney and they kind of gave me a camera. I'd never touched a camera beforehand at all. Never touched editing software. Uh, and in 2022, uh, sorry, 2020, not 2022, 2020, I got given the camera and they said, you will start up our YouTube channel. You'll start up doing content for us. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me learn. So I did basically learn everything from YouTube tutorials. And that was probably about a period of six months that I was just learning. And then I started doing more ads for them and doing this like products and services. Anyway, I just loved it. And I, I, I really felt like it was the thing that was missing in my life. Uh, I, I do a lot of music I, throughout my life. I've done a lot of music performances, did musicals, that kind of stuff. So I've loved presenting. I've loved performing, but I never knew what like I could never do that in a corporate job or that's what I was, I was never told that was an opportunity that I could do. Um, so 
when I, this came across, I felt like it was the perfect blend of business, um, of creativity, of being able to storytell. I love storytelling. I think that's why I've started this journey. Um, and also, yeah, anyway, so then I decided after about six months of just learning, I was like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job and go full send. Anyway, I was, this was in 20, the start of 2021, around March, I quit. Um, so exactly a year ago, actually, exactly a year ago, yeah. I quit my job, obviously the depths of COVID, uh, mm -hmm. which was pretty dumb idea in retrospect. Um, I probably shouldn't have completely quit my stable job then. Um, but you know what? It was a good experience because I feel like I, I had to push my creativity to be able to do things at home. And I, I wanted to learn. I wanted to try something new in every video. And then it's kind of led me all the way up to here, but it has been a very challenging year in terms of just like self-doubt and just, you know, all the classic things when, you, when you're starting something new. Uh, I'm sure you experienced that when you were starting a business um, or when you moved to Perth or anything like that. And I think um, you're always going to have a, a, a lack of confidence starting something completely new. And this was completely new. Um, but I suppose after a year of, brainstorming of trying to meet people of battling through it i suppose now something is happening obviously so far from like the goals that i've set a couple of months ago but it's it, you know it's a start and i'm so happy that it something is happening and i'm, and I'm just wrapped that you know you've reached out to me and i really appreciate it and that i'm able to connect with um really cool people like yourself doing awesome things with your clients so um yeah i just really appreciate uh your time today as well just no not at all <laughs> no, no thank you and um I guess that conversation with, you know, friends, family that you go, you know what, I'm quitting the job gang. And uh, what you I'm going to do is I'm going to just put a, I was going to say like, what is then the response that comes from the parents that have lived only that life? And then I guess friends and uh, you know, other people in your life. Sure. Um, uh, friends, supportive, don't really know what I'm doing, to be honest. Um, but they're supportive nonetheless. They'll always watch my videos and I'm, I'm just super grateful for them and they're great. Um, in terms of like, if I send them a video, they can't necessarily provide the feedback that I need in terms because they don't watch YouTube or they don't watch TikTok or whatever. So it's kind of difficult. Um, but uh, on the family side of things, funnily enough, my... 87 year old grandmother is super supportive Love it. <laughs> um my mum and dad my you know they're both obviously incredibly supportive and I'm, I'm very grateful to be able to still live at home and they this them supporting me while I kind of pursue this um but you know I'm 26 um I feel like and I felt like I'm old I know I'm not but you know it's starting something completely from scratch and in a world that is so foreign to a lot of people especially you know my parents who've lived a corporate life uh then it's, it's difficult for them to understand. And I completely appreciate that. And we've had many discussions and arguments and all of the, <laughs> class, all of the classic family things um, that happen. But in the end, it's kind of like I, I felt passionate enough and sort of confident enough that something will happen eventually or that I'll be able to stick it through long enough for something to happen. Um, so I feel like that's what they're hanging on to with like, you know, hanging on so badly to that. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I, I think, you know, I definitely am working for my parents in a way, like I want to make them proud and all of those, those kinds of things. So it's like that definitely, they, they inspire me a lot um, to keep going. So yeah, I think that's, but it wasn't always peaches and cream. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, two, two things that Gary V, um, you know, always says is, one, I think, and he's, I, I completely agree with both of them, but number one, in your 20s, like you shouldn't 
you shouldn't have to know what your life is going to look like uh, in your 20s. And he always says, you know, I'm now, whatever he is, you know, he's 40 something, 50 or so, whatever he is, you know, I feel the same now as I did when I was in my 20s. I've just got a little bit of extra knowledge and a bit more money in the bank account. And so, like this idea that, you know, someone who's 40 or 50, they're old and done with, he's like, I still feel like I'm in my mm. 20s. And I can relate with that now. I'm about to have my 40th birthday this year. And oh, there we go. I, I feel I'm, I'm probably in my mind, I'm just as immature as I was when I was uh, 13 <laughs> years of age. But physically and psychologically and all those kind of things, I feel just like I'm you know, I'm in my 20s. And I remember being a 20-year-old, looking at a 40-year-old and go, oh, God, he's so old. Mm. But I don't feel like that now sure, kind of thing, you know? Sure. So um, there's that. But also to the point is like, I guess, doubling down and kind of going and, you know, this is a time to be risky because, as you said, I'm at home, I have the support. And if it all went belly up, I can always go back to corporate world. And so, Correct. you know, Correct. like going and kind of really just throwing that, you know, cast in the line and just going, eh, I'll see what bites and, you know, exactly. go from there. So, and, and I think absolutely, like, I think uh, doubling down is very, is very important, but I think also, um, you know, having that backup plan, you know, just constantly thinking about it. Like, obviously you want to be focused on if, if you want to do it, then do it a hundred percent. But I think it's important to, at least think about or have some money saved or have, you know, or move back home or any of those kind of things. If you are wanting to pursue something as risky as that, you know what I mean? Um, or I suppose any starting any sort of business is, is incredibly risky, but um, yeah, I think Gary V has been a absolute, um, I wouldn't say lifesaver, but just his, his, his messages and having his content on my feed. Um, and I suppose that, I suppose that's another point is, um, you know, during this time, it's, I've constant, I've really tried to just surround, like remove negative content or just bad content and try to try to kind of formulate or curate content that is positive and like all around what I would want to try and do. And I think that's a kind of an important thing to do as well is yeah, follow read books of productivity and all, you know, the self-help books, which some people don't really like. And I totally understand that. Um, but the one that the catalyst for this series has been feel the fear and do it anyway by Susan Jeffers. It's only like 200 pages, super small book, brilliant read. And it's just like, it is so much that you can read it and read and read like constantly. And it's, there's always something that you can pick up. I I've given it to my grandma who's actually taken some action from that book herself, um, in her own group that she does. Um, so, um, I think, yeah, being able to curate, um, the content, for your like that you want to that you want to see and that's going to motivate you is really important as well is there a timeline on it you're like something needs i need to be earning a living or something needs to take off like is there something that like there's a metric that you go i need this to happen by x date or else i go back to my old life is that is there something like that definite it has changed every three to six months (laughs) uh at the start of my journey i'm like i'm gonna get a hundred thousand subscribers on youtube in six months in COVID and that just did not happen. Um, and, it, and then at the, you know, it, from six months from there, it's been like, you know what, I'm going to get a hundred thousand by the next. And it just doesn't happen. So uh, I think the, you know, you get kind of bits and bobs come through that give you the push or give you the motivation to keep going. Um, this has been a big one. Um, just some videos are going semi um, viral on TikTok. Um, you know, there is an interested group of people and an interested community because in the end with content creation, it is about finding your audience and the algorithm is the audience. So you just got to try and um, find that um, obviously by being your authentic self and all of those kinds of things as well is really important. But um, I think this is, 
definitely like, you know what? I think this is going to happen. I think I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. I work part-time at an agency, a creative agency, um, because I realized after about 11 months of not working that I need to work <laughs> or I need yeah. to earn money. Um, cause I do have a goal of going overseas for a few months and, um, cause in Australia, uh, sorry, overseas, there are a lot more creators, uh, a lot more YouTubers and, t- and yeah, just content creators in general. Um, so, and I, I've met a few of them and I've connected, so I want to go and meet them. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to save, I'm saving for that. I'm saving for that goal. Um, but yeah, I'm, as long as I can earn enough money to afford to continue this, that's great. That's my goal. I don't really, until I turn, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even want to put an age on it or, <laughs> or a time limit. I don't want to. Cause like, I think if you, you might, you might limit yourself in a way, if you do put a time limit on, I think it's just being self-aware enough to be like, yeah, maybe I need to give up on this. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, no, suppose that's, I suppose that's kind of, yeah. And, and where's, I mean, where would that trip be? Where would you love to kind of uh, take off to? Uh, I would love, so my, my, probably in the next few months, I'm going to head to Europe for three months. Um, I've got a lot of family in Italy. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got an Italian background, so I want to learn. I'm currently doing lessons to learn Italian. Um, so I'm going to try and learn a bit more Italian and then hopefully go and speak there. I'll live in Europe for probably the three months. Um, and, then I'll, and then I'll probably head to the States uh, to again, cause it's just the hub for mm. YouTubers and content creators. So that's kind of my trajectory, I suppose. Is one of the uncomfortable things to go and have a, an Italian conversation somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm so far away from being able to do that, but I suppose <laughs> it's a good push knowing that I've got that video planned and it's going to be one of the first ones I do off the plane. Then yeah, then that's a, that's a big motivator. <laughs> and do you feel like, I mean, how this thing might evolve and grow and although do you feel like a hundred will be it or do you think you'll get to a hundred and go, well, let's just keep going. Let's, let's do 200. Like, yeah, look, I think it's funny because a hundred it's, it's sticky enough for people to want to come back. And I think um, with creating good content, you want stickiness, whether that's your personality, whether that's your mission, whether that's whatever. 100 is a really nice round number of, of ones. Obviously, I could probably do the, uh, a lot more, but I think after the 100, obviously, I'll see how it goes. After the 100, I'll probably, I'll try and transition more people to YouTube. Um, that's going to be my goal probably from, from the next 10, 20, 30 videos is to start transitioning more people to YouTube and then start doing more longer form video. Um, because that's where I can, uh, from just a business perspective, that's where I can start earning more money through AdSense, through brand sponsorships. If my audience grows on YouTube, it's more valuable than it is on TikTok. Sure. Um, so that's kind of my strategy. Um, but yeah, I think I think 100 is going to be a good one. I've uh, like a good round one. And then from there, it will probably evolve. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the, I always like with these kind of, these kind of podcasts and obviously what you've spoken about, I really hope has helped inspire people to one, go and check out your content and see what you're doing. And maybe that might inspire them own, their own ideas, whether that's leaving a job that they hate or kind of, you know, as you said, mm. asking that person out across the room that they've, or the gym that they've always um, had a crush on, whatever it might be. But I always love having some sort of nugget that people can walk away with and go, that's something I can take action on tomorrow. And I know you're obviously only, you know, nine or 10 videos into your mm. uncomfortable, but you've done some things like leaving your job and things like that, that have been big, uncomfortable situations. So what's something that you've learned that you could say to someone tomorrow, do this, and this will kind of help kind of start breaking that, you know, 
I guess that barrier that maybe people put in front of themselves to not take action and do the things that are uncomfortable that could change their lives tomorrow. Who knows what that might be? It's a, you know very big question. Um, and I, I again, I, I'm very early in these days, but like I suppose, gosh, it's like the smallest thing, but it's the thing that I keep in the back of my mind, and it's something I saw on a TED talk recently, which was oh not recently, like many many moons ago, but I saw again recently, which was the five second rule. And it's like, and I, it is truly cha- like every time I do a challenge, I do the five second rule, which is basically if count to five and then do it. And generally you've kind of, when you're counting, you've calmed your anxiety and you're ready to do it. Or if you get to five and you don't, and like, you, you know, you're still feeling anxious or whatever, just move on to the next one. So, and I, and I think it's, it's, it's such an it's important thing you can kind of put into anything really. Like if you're trying to make a decision on a restaurant, like just count to five and do it. Don't waste time scrolling and looking and, you know, any, anything like that. And I think that's probably just one actionable thing that you can do literally tomorrow in anything that you do, especially if you're trying to do something out of your comfort zone um, is just count to five and then do it. Um, and if you, if you get to six, seven, move on don't don't go to the next person or go and ask someone else or you know what i mean but just i would try i would urge someone to just count to five and do it on the first um you will feel a lot better after absolutely i mean i'm glad that you clarify the five second rule because i mean this is again just going back to my uh childhood days it's uh we had a five second rule when i was working at kfc that if we drop food on the ground and our manager oh. always said if you can pick it up within five seconds you can still you can sell it, it. And so, oh you sell so, it yeah oh, he, he was the diggiest person i've ever met i, I mean <laughs> I have the fondest memories of working at KFC as a you know, awesome. 16 year old kind of thing. And some of the things that happened, you just look now and like you would be thrown in jail if you were, oh. you have that, you found out kind of thing. But, Remind um, me not to go to that KFC. Yeah, definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think that's a really good uh, message that you say there. And it's something I actually um, do with my girls um, now because yeah. my wife is probably one of the most indecisive people uh, on the planet. It's like, <laughs> Here's our two options. Which one? Well, we could do the other. It's, it's always. And so mm. um, I've seen it bl- blend into my girls as well as like, they'll take 20 minutes trying to decide something. I'm like, three, two, one, go. Right. And like, you know, give me your answer kind of thing. And so, right. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but yeah, whether it's a countdown or a, you know, a, the five second rule, whatever it might be. But yeah, as you said, just ignite and take action on it as quickly. Exactly. As ignite, take action. That is literally, that is literally the, the crux of it. Yeah. And I, I just one last thing as well. I just, um, I, I think with these whole, like, if you're going to be doing something out of your comfort zone, I know I met, I, know, I met, sorry, God, let me stutter. Um, you mentioned at the start, you're getting, you're telling your clients that to go and do something that's um, uncomfortable for them. I was just, I was going to say that it doesn't have to be like skydiving or bungee jumping. It can be the smallest thing as well. Like even just giving someone a high five or saying hello to someone or a stranger, like it can be really small. And I suppose, do those small things first. Don't go straight to the, to the end game, but like, if you want to go for it, but like, I think doing the small things first is really important. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, that's, that's, I suppose all I wanted to say at the end. I, no, I mean, I, I think most people, to be honest, if you put them in two scenarios, here's a plane, go up and do skydiving or here's a crowded Collins street, go and say hello to someone completely. Mm. Right. I can almost guarantee you most people probably get in the plane before they would go and say like, I think that, uh, those little small things, like even saying it, I start getting sweaty hands. Like, oh, the <laughs> thought of speaking to someone just randomly on the street or, hey, high five, you know, those kind of things are, you know, while they're, they're very beneficial, they are still very small things, but can have 
you know, a profound effect that might actually kick on to other aspects of your life. And so maybe it is people listening in on this, as you said, that, oh, what's a big ticket item that I could do that gets me uncomfortable? Nah, just walk down the local local shops and just go and give, as you said, go give someone a high five or ask someone randomly out on a date or whatever it might be. Like, that's something pretty big. A hundred percent. And and if you're doing and if you're, you know, if you're doing an activity that you're scared about the rejection, because with all of these kind of activities, you know, you are generally fearful of rejection, which is what's stopping you in the first place. But there is a saying that I love. I can't remember who said it, but I just say it often. But whenever I get rejected on these challenges, I'm just like, reject rejection is redirection. And I know it sounds kind of corny, but oh my God, it makes you feel so much better because it's just like, you know what? If you get rejected, it's just redirecting you to like another different person or another different activity. If someone rejects your high five, just go and give someone else a high five. Then you might actually have a cool discussion with them. I don't know. It's happened. I, I'm only saying from the last few that it's worked every single time. So yeah, yeah amazing. And yeah. I mean, just to kind of pull you back on the um, the date, that you, is there a follow up yeah. date with the two girls? Or no, is that, no, is that it, done? Look, <laughs> that that is done. One of them had a um, had a partner. The other one didn't. But uh, no, look, it, it was more. It was more just to like go out and chat to someone new. Yeah. So amazing. Um, yeah. Excellent. Well, um, I always like having my guests uh, do my quick fire five at the end of uh, the uh, chat. So it's just five kind of questions or comments that uh, I want your response to as quick as you can, if uh, you don't mind indulging me on it. Of course, go for it. Um, beach or snow? Oh, beach. Uh, if you could see one thing in the future or the past, which way would you go, future or past? Oof. Future. Future. Is there something in mind that you'd like to see? Like, if I'd you could... like to see, I'd love to see flying cars. I'd like to, I'd like to see as in like a full, a full traffic system of flying cars. That would be sick. I've never had that as an answer and I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, don't have to worry about nutritional value or calories or anything like that. But uh, if you had to have one food for the rest of your life, what would that one food be? Ooh, um, oh, great question. Probably like bananas. I just love bananas. I think they're just a really all round food. They keep you fed. You they're great with potassium. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just Good answer. Bananas. Why not? Um, family friend, famous, dead or alive. Who would you like to have for dinner tonight? A family friend. It could be family. It could be a friend. It could be someone famous. It's oh. someone dead, someone alive. Doesn't matter. Yes. Anyone that you can think of, who would you like to have for dinner tonight? This is actually going to tie in really nicely to all of this. Um, so there's a group called Yes Theory, and I urge everyone to go and check them out on, on YouTube. Yep. I don't love know them. if you've come across yeah, them. Yeah, I love them. Hugely inspired by them. I would love all of those three boys, Amar, yeah, cool. Matt, and uh, Tom, to, to, for dinner. I think that is my goal in life is to go and meet them somehow. Um, so... Yeah, I would love that. Would they? I suppose they're yeah, they're very famous on YouTube. Yeah, big, so, big yeah. YouTube. Yeah, big have you reached YouTube. out to them? I have. Um, yep. I've been lucky enough to be followed by them on Instagram. So oh, I'm, wow. I'm keen to try and with this series, I'm gonna try and like somehow weave my way into their view somehow. Amazing. I don't know, but I, that's my goal by the end of the year is trying again. I'm gonna try and meet them. So I've got a few that's plans awesome. for that. But we'll see. Yeah, cool. Um, and the last one. Uh, there's no rules or laws of physics don't apply to this. You've got 24 hours left on the planet. You've already said goodbye to the family because everyone said, oh, I'd spend that last hours mm. with my, you know, you've done that. I want you to go super selfish. What do you do on 24 hours left on this planet? Oh, um, I would. 24 hours left. I, I would have to say that I would go um, do a halo skydive, a halo jump. Which What's is a halo one? So there's skydiving at like 12, 8,000, 12,000, 15,000. 
and then there's 25,000 plus, which is on like the precipice of the stratosphere, I believe, or something like that. It's like in the movie, um, Tom Cruise's movie, Mission Impossible, where he does that jump out of the plane with the full mask on and the okay. yep. and you're, you're free falling for minutes versus seconds. So wow. I'd love, I would love to do that. Yeah. Fantastic. Right? Well, um, can you give us like something just, I guess, maybe one or two of the things that are do that are coming up that I guess most excite you, but also make you feel most uncomfortable. A couple of videos that uh, you know, or a couple of things you've got coming up. Yeah, for sure. Let me just get up my just getting notes. the scoop, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, let me get up. So, so yeah. So one would definitely be. Oh, I won't give away that one. That one's a fun okay. one. But uh, <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing ones around um, uh, hitchhiking. That will be a really interesting one. That's something that really makes me uncomfortable, and I think no, not many people do it anymore. Cool. Um, yep. But I think. Um, something to do with door knocking um, because I think door knocking is also extremely uncomfortable. Um, and uh, Would yeah, you be a more, salesman in that? Like, are you going to try like, or is it? It's going to be something along those lines. It's yeah, going to okay. be like, yep. I'm, I'm not going to try and sell something, but it's going to be, yeah, it's, yep. okay. Yeah, you'll have to follow me on that. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm working my sales magic. Yeah, here, no, my, uh, my I'll pitching. send them all their way. <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think just a few more, like I'm um, doing a few more like, adventure activities um which i'm kind of really really excited about uh, and trying to collaborate with a few more people um so cool. yeah should be fun well mate um as i said if we do uh connect while i'm in uh melbourne i'd love to uh be a part and let's uh let's get everyone uncomfortable but um no mate, i really appreciate your time and kind of sharing your voice sharing your message and um as i said uh, i hope people do go and follow you. and as I said all of your notes will be um all of your socials and things like that will be in the show notes there so i do urge everyone to um, follow along and see where these hundred uh, hundred uncomfortable uh, feats kind of uh, take you around around Melbourne, where you are now, and then around Australia, around the world, wherever you end up, mate. So I, I wish you well with it, and I will certainly be looking on, um, as I said, from a side view and uh, looking to see what ha what all happens. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome, mate. Is there anything else you want to add to um, you know shout your socials out anywhere people can find you? What uh, people can uh, kind of connect yeah. with you? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, well, I suppose the majority of my content is going to be on TikTok, which is just Aaron B TV. So Aaron, double A-R-O-N-B underscore TV. Um, my YouTube channel, which is just Aaron Barnes. Um, and yeah, just follow me on Instagram for more behind the scenes kind of stuff. But eventually, yeah, I suppose strategy will be TikTok first, YouTube second, and Instagram underneath. So that's kind of follow me along wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, mate. Well, again, appreciate your time and uh, everything that you've uh, shared with us today. And I, I hope it uh, does inspire people to get uncomfortable and get out there and start taking action on those things that will no doubt add positives to their lives rather than the negatives that we kind of roll in our heads of all those things that we think are going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, know, you mate, so well, much. Uh, no worries, mate. Appreciate it. And uh, guys, that's been another episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I appreciate your time. Love you all. See you next week. Bye.